Here at the Giver Marketing Network, we don't leave you drifting out in space. We connect you to a coach who will help you build and grow your marketing business. Our process acts as a guide on how to connect with other businesses, maintain good relations, and establish a presence on the Giver Marketing Network. Each member within this collaborative group will have the opportunity to leverage your talent and influence, a true network effect. If you are looking to collaborate on more projects, welcome to the Giver Marketing Network, the most trusted and highest rated collective of specialists on the planet. Here we have a group of like-minded professionals who focus on making valuable introductions and helping each other grow by teaming up. Imagine Upwork meets a network and a coach. The talent collectively includes services like visibility and SEO, creating logos, designing websites, managing social media, outreach messaging, visual storytelling, and much more. Think of what you could do with laser-focused allies strengthening your business while offering your talent to the entire network. Click near this video for more information. Timothy, you're oh, muted. There you go. <laughs> Start that again. No. Well, welcome to the Giver Marketing Network Masterclass. We have this every Tuesday, same time that you're seeing us here today. If you're watching the replay, uh, tell, let us know. Let us know that you're watching the replay. But if you're live, let us know where you're from. And we would love to just kind of know where you're tuning in from. Super excited to be here with Christine Dean. All oh. right. Yeah, she is the networking diva. She loves to network with folks across the country and anything marketing or business related. Uh, she's a big, big fan of helping those veterans out there that have served our country mm -hmm. and and uh, those from all around the world who have just kind of been able to serve their country in any way. And uh, she just has a heartbeat for, for helping people that have served because she's a servant. She really loves to, to bless people in that way. So thank you, Christine, for being here. I'm going to um, load up our presentation today while you share a little bit about yourself and uh, we'll jump in. My goodness, what more is there to say, Timothy? You gave me such a nice introduction. My goodness. Yeah, I do. I love serving. I always say I love to work with mission-driven organizations. That's my sweet spot. If you've got a, a good cause, I'm a sucker. I'll tell you, you know, I'm like diving in with both feet 110%. My son is at active duty Air Force. And so, um, you know, we've got family back and way back when we've even got discharge papers from the civil war. So, you know, we've, we've longtime servers. And so I love helping other people that serve. That's what it's all about. Right. So I'm really highly involved in the veteran community, but a lot of times I'm that marketing space goes right along, no matter where you go. Right. I just take those marketing skills to all over the place. So love what I do, Timothy. Good. good, good. Well, today we're going to be talking about the giver marketing blueprint, which is something you and I have, worked on together for over a year now and just being able to kind of truncate some of the basic, not not as much just basic, but the the fundamental, like the, the absolute necessary principles of marketing, no matter if you're a cause or a company doing good in the world, or if you're just trying to kind of get your mind around marketing as a marketing professional, like what kind of track should I take my clients through? We have a lot of team members that jump into these masterclasses. We have a lot of 
other folks from other industries that that jump in and and really we just want to help everybody get whoop, nice and centered around these marketing pieces that they're non-negotiable like you have to have these if you're going to get the word out about anything that you're involved with that could be again a non-profit or a for-profit but these principles kind of cross over there's a lot of there's a big venn diagram there where there's a lot of overlap mm -hmm. and this is where we like to play is that kind of that middle section. So absolutely. If you have a business, if you have an organization, if you have a side hustle, whatever it is, you want these qualities in your marketing. If not, you're going to be missing something huge and it's going to make an impact. So awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, as we as we begin, let's talk about the four pillars and then I'll bring up the screen as you're talking the branding, visibility, promotion, nurturing. If you could just talk about those four uh, kind of in that order and then we'll go through them at least one or two of them today. So that'll be good. Well, so let's start with branding, right? Branding is huge. And um, when people talk about, well, what is branding, right? Branding, they can get lost in it. Everything is somehow related to branding, it seems like, right? This is who you are. If you are a solopreneur, you are your brand and your brand and your company, and they're all mixed up and you can't really separate the two. If you've got another company with another name and you have multiple people working for it, right? Then you've got a brand for your company. Right. So you really have to know who you are and that's going to be reflected through what this brand thing is. This has everything to do from the colors that you've got. Right. It's everything related to your, your company. Um, it's who people think you are when they see you. Right. So when they see your symbol, when we see the popular symbols out there for some of the um, businesses that are well known. Right. You see it and you know what they stand for. You know what their values are. You know what's important to them. And that's all about your branding. If you don't know who you are as a company, you can't have that consistency in letting other people know what's important to you. So branding is such a fundamental process. If you don't start with that, you can't do anything else. That's really huge. Yep. And then how would you explain visibility when people need to find you? Like, how, how, do, how, do, you, how do we define visibility? Because this is a word that a lot of people use. Right. Well, and visibility, right? People find you. If, you, if you're the best kept secret, <laughs> you're probably not getting a lot of business for you, your organization, anything, right? They have to be able to find you. So visibility is all about how findable are you, right? So um, where are you at? So if we're going to search for you, are you going to pop up? Right. If you don't pop up, then maybe you don't exist. <laughs> and nobody wants to do that for their business or their organization. Right. So really, when we think about it, you want to think about, OK, what do I need to do in order to become more visible? And we've got experts here at Giver Marketing that have uh, put together some tools that are great so that you can go in and find out, well, how visible am I? Right. Because sometimes you don't know. And that's not something you don't want to know. You want to know how visible am I? Because if you think you're doing great, and nobody can find you, that might explain why your phone's not ringing. Uh, good question. Yeah. Good. Is your phone ringing? Can people find you easily? Okay. We'll talk about that in a, in, in a little bit later uh, today. And then if we get, uh, get to it in the next few weeks, we'd like to talk about promotion and nurturing as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, just a little quick teaser for that. Promotion is how you get the word out. Visibility might be how people kind of come to you and try to find you, whereas promotion is getting the word out. And so there's a responsibility for both. It's a relationship with your audience, right? They can, they, they can try to find you, but you also have a responsibility to get the word out. And we're not just talking about paid ads, although it does include that. There's organic promotion, there's paid promotion, there's, there's kind of a, a 
referral promotions. Like there, there's all these different, and we go through all different types of promotions so you can kind of land where you want to land. And then nurturing is what do you do when people are in your database, when they've shown interest, when they've pinged you, when they've messaged or contacted you in some way? How do you take them down a process of, like Joel says, no cold dead ends? Like, let's make sure there's a there, there's a warmth and a connection that continues beyond that first interaction. I mean, if one one to three percent are ready to buy now, how many are ready to buy over the next year, 18 months, 10, 15, 20, 30 percent maybe? Who knows? It depending on your industry and kind of who who your who your audience is and how warm they are. Like it depends on how well you follow up, right? So nurturing Absolutely. is an important piece. So hey, Christine, let's jump in. We're gonna get to, to some origin story and some different things today. That uh, folks, if if you haven't gotten your sixty second story down, you're gonna walk away today with at least that, so that you can put it on your social pages, on your website, on different places. So people, people know who they're working with. So get ready. Here we go. So we're going to talk about more than leads today. There's nothing wrong with leads. We have lead mm -hmm. generation specialists within our network. We all want leads. Mm -hmm. uh, what we're talking about here, though, it's a little bit more advanced. It, it takes, mm -hmm. takes those list of leads and it helps you understand how to engage them well or represent yourself well. So the conversations become more uh, trustworthy and, and the you begin building that uh, beyond just a list of leads is basically where we're going here. So our, our mission, as, as we all know, Christine, as we're talking, you know, and, and helping clients together and, and with our respective businesses is to bring positive attention to causes and companies doing good in the world. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's the currency of marketing? It's attention, right? So mm -hmm. we want to, we want to at least start with that. Let's get some positive attention going. And we do love the coaching centric process, mm -hmm. even though we're presenting today, right, Chris, Christine, you and I love to ask good questions. Mm -hmm. We love to draw out the genius within either a, a, a personal brand or a company brand or an organization's kind of mantras and their and their mission. We like to draw that out so that there's something to of a message to put out there, right? Right. Yes. Sometimes uh, companies and organizations aren't clear on their focus and, and what they really want to do and how they want to accomplish that. So helping them figure out who they are so they can start branding. Exactly. And I know that when we do session swaps together and we help each other on different things, my clarity goes to another level. Mm -hmm. uh, and statistics tell us that can be as much as, you know, five, six times just trying to do it on your own, your 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 clarity and your productivity and your results can be exponentially higher with a good coaching experience. So Christine's raising her hand right now. I'm raising my hand. We're saying, look, reach out to us, find us on LinkedIn, connect with us wherever you're seeing this, ping us, ask questions in the comments. Let's get that process started now. And our tribe is really trusted. OK, we know what we're doing. We're specialists and we love helping. We are the highest rated reviewed network of its kind on the planet. We have so many online five-star reviews. It's it, We get lost in the sea of awesomeness and the kind words that come our direction. So we're real privileged to help you as well if you have any questions. And if you're a marketing professional, just know we have a tribe of uh, approaching 100 team members. So we want you to be a part of that and reach out to us if you'd like to learn more about that as well. Okay. 
Our core values, collaboration, results, efficiency, attitude, transparency, and energy. That's why we are the highest rated in the, in the, on the planet, if you really think about it, how we're structured. So we really appreciate those who stay on track with that. And if we deviate from that, let us know. <laughs> we'll come right back in line as soon as possible. But uh, who benefits from this training? Christine, it's like, it's people like you and me, and there's some folks in the green room. Stacy's there, Tim Solmans, and others are coming. But we we want to stay hungry, right? I mean, it, mm -hmm. the, what what is day, uh, there's some people say stay hungry and humble. This is our version of that: hungry, coachable, passionate about what you're doing. Uh, it's great to work with people who are really motivated at that level, right? Yeah. So, but we all get frustrated, right, Christine? I mean. Well, and I think a lot of solopreneurs and small businesses will struggle on their own, right? And, and really, sometimes just an infuse of a new thought process can really help. And that's where the coaching comes in hand and having access to all these marketers. Because if you're working so hard, you want to get results. Why are you putting all that energy in otherwise, right? Exactly. We want, get, want that good information, Gonna how to apply it, what, did, what to do first, second, third. I mean, just that alone, right? Having marketing uh, opportunities available, tools, resources, just different strategies, uh, just doing things in the in, in an order that will most benefit you is probably a bit one of the biggest parts of coaching out there. Because mm -hmm. I don't know how many times I've seen people putting together uh, huge campaigns around the kind of the promotional aspects of their marketing, but they've forgotten the branding and visibility piece. It's just not there. And so they, they want to run ads, but they don't have a landing page to send it to. Or right. So right. you got to know this is where the, it's nice to bring those experts in because you have somebody who'll say, OK, first we do this, then we do that. Right. And you just need somebody to help guide you along the path. That's it. That's it. Do it in an order that makes sense for you. It may, it may be slightly different than another company, but we, we pull that out. We make sure and, and help you with that. So and if you have any questions about that as we're going along today, please ask questions that you've been working on dealing with in the comments. We'll try to get to those either now or after the after the master class. Okay. So all things being equal, we do business with people we know, like, and trust. This is a famous statement and multiple people have said it, but Bob really popularized it. And so we recommend uh, resources like the Go-Giver, uh, Give and Take by Adam Grant, uh, anything by Seth Godin. Like there's a, just a Donald Miller with Story Brand. Like, there's just a lot of great resources that we love to kind of dovetail along, depending on what industry you're in and what you're trying to accomplish. But this one's kind of universal. Like, look, mm -hmm. got to build some trust. If we can't do that, then your sales process is going to be a lot harder. <laughs> you're literally talking to somebody that doesn't trust you. Think about that. We've all, <laughs> we've all been there, right? So we want that marketing to to really be authentic and build trust. Mm -hmm. It feels like you already know somebody before you get into a decision meeting. That's what we call them, decision meetings. And then we go from there. So, all right, Christine, there's our kind of kind of background of the blueprint. So here we go, let's do this. So we co we've been coaching and collaborating with thousands of causes and companies over the last decade. And this pattern emerged of these four pillars that we briefly alluded to before. But again, they're branding, visibility, promotion, and nurturing in that order. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, can you work on all four of these at the same time? Yes, you can, but just know there is a pecking order. There is a priority. There is a 
first, second, third, fourth. And that's part of us coaching you today. Dial in your branding. You will be a happy boy or girl. You will be very happy because mm -hmm. people will instantly begin trusting you. It's like dressing for success as you walk into the room. And we all know that not everybody dresses exactly the same. It depends on the room you're in. It depends on what audience you're looking to mm -hmm. be involved with. So we want to dress for your success. That's what we mm -hmm. want to do. Okay. And then, of course, visibility, promotion, nurturing. We talked about that briefly. But let's jump in a little bit more to branding. And we're going to ask you to do action assignments and 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 practice what you're learning today so that you're you're not just list learning more information and then goes out the other ear and you forgot to put that into practice. So we're going to challenge you to practice at least one aspect of the branding piece today. Okay. Uh, what is marketing, Christine? A lot of people ask this question. A lot of people get marketing confused with sales. That happens all the time. I feel like, oh, you do sales? And eh, that's not really my sweet spot. You know, marketing is its own special area. And people don't know the difference between the two, right? So marketing is getting it out there. It's letting people know. It's all these elements we've been talking about, right? This is all marketing. But you'll notice none of this says um, buy now. That's not one of the, the things. <laughs> Right. You can have buy now as part of your, your your marketing, but we're not the salespeople. Right. We want to get out there and help bring the business into you. Right. And help increase your visibility. Right. And, and you get the promotions, get more people seeing your stuff. You nurture it along. Right. But if you want to close that deal, that's not marketing. Timothy, you have a great analogy for that. Yeah, we talk quite a bit about funnels and, you know, how marketing mm -hmm. is the first funnel and then the sales process or the decision meeting or the commitment conversation is really after you've tr built trust through mm -hmm. marketing and then then you can start tracking transactions and these kind of things with marketing we track conversations appointments and then when it comes to analogies yes yeah i i love america i like american football i like watching these strong people out there hitting each other and getting into the end zone and all these different things right i was a college athlete so i like watching uh, sports and different a lot of people do but listen there's something called the red zone in in american football and if you're listening across across in a different country you you watch a, an american football game at least once and it it there's something called the red zone that's right before the end zone we get you to the red zone that's what marketing does it gets you so close that you can almost smell it now all you have to do is figure out how to present your offer your unique selling proposition mm -hmm. to that potential client that prospect in a way that makes sense and solves their problem if you can do that through your marketing and then say which one would you like <laughs> which one would better fit be a better fit for you or why would we not work together you know kind of a kind of that kind of conversation that's a decision meeting those are decision meeting questions but all the way up to the red zone is marketing, okay? So we get you there. Uh, another good example is uh, when you're golfing and when you get to the green and you're really close to the hole and you wanna putt it in, we get 
marketing gets you to the green. So we're excited to help you do that even today. Okay. And even then, Timothy, I'm going to say there's been a lot more emphasis is the consumers are becoming more and more aware and they see the campaigns and they see that, you know, they don't want to just be a number. It's really a relationship building game. And that's what we need to really remember when we're putting our marketing together. And that's where all these steps fall into, right? Branding, knowing who, who we are, being authentic with who we are and presenting that with our core values, our vision, right? And what we're doing, that makes a huge difference. It's all about building those relationships now. And, and we're seeing that more and more with the marketing. And it was a lot of funnel stuff. And we're seeing a shift where it's not just the funnels now. It's really starting to broaden out more with how do you get them into the funnels? And they're expecting more relationship building, getting you into that process. So it's huge right now. Marketing is important. Especially if you have a higher ticket item that's, mm -hmm. you know, over you know x amount of dollars you can fill in the blank yourself whatever you feel higher higher ticket is in your particular industry if i, I agree with what you're saying christine i yeah. think there's a, a both and there you got your funnel built that's fine but how do you get them in there who is your who mm -hmm. who are you talking to are they the right fit from the beginning does it right. feel like you're pulling teeth to have a conversation or does it feel like a normal natural conversation that you would be excited about so hey it Tim Solmanson would say it starts with your noble purpose. Others would mm -hmm. say, who is your who? Uh, somebody else would say, know who you are first before you can develop your brand. Uh, Rico Macadori, some of our power partners that we work with say, hey, know your identity as a person as you walk into business ownership or mm -hmm. nonprofit leadership, and then you'll have a lot clearer marketing message. Okay, so that's the foundation. But ultimately, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you got to find out who you're called to, like who is who are your people? Like who, who's your audience? If you were to go on a nationally syndicated or internationally syndicated podcast or radio show or some kind of masterclass like this, who are you talking to? And I can tell you right now, we're talking to cause leaders of causes, companies, and organizations doing good in the world. That is our who. That's who we're called to. Christine, you and I really really love to dance because of that. Like that's why mm -hmm. we work so well together is because that's kind of our audience and the places we're streaming right now, like kingdom warriors. And uh, sometimes we stream into veterans uh, communities and other groups, America mm -hmm. prosper and just different organizations, uh, different countries have different organizations that are kind of more prominent. And we, we love to stream to these different places because there's always people up to doing good. There's always some do-gooders out there. And we want to get the word out that you can't be the best kept secret like Christine was talking about before. Let's go. So who is your ideal customer? Write that down. Put it in the comments. Who do you love to work with? Don't When you're putting it in the comments, ladies and gentlemen, don't put what you do. Put who you're called to. Mm -hmm. Explain to us your, your, your avatar, your target market, your... Your, your people, the people that you want to have as an audience, if you were to have a room of a thousand folks or more that were listening to your message, what kind of people would they be? Can you describe them? And I, that's a great exercise. Go ahead and do that, ladies and gentlemen, right now in the comments. And then um, we'd love to see those. And by the way, if you type it in and somebody else sees it and they want to work with you, guess what? You might have a prospect or a connection there. So Type it in. It'll benefit you. If you see this, 
even if you're watching the replay, type it in. It's a good exercise. So, well, and, and Tim, I'm going to say when it comes to your who, a lot of times that's the hardest step for new um, organizations and new business owners. They're not, they they assume, oh, everybody's my my client, right? Everybody wants to work with me. Every right, I can help everyone, right? You really got to niche it down and figure out who really is your who. It's not everybody. Not everybody wants to hear you talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. You got to find your tribe, and and a lot of times new business owners and new organizations will have a hard time with that. So sometimes yeah. you need to talk to someone else to kind of give you a hand and brainstorm a little bit. Okay. Um, ask that why, 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 you know, five times, right? <laughs> that, that's it. And I want to give a shout out here to Christine, because that phrase was popularized by Pedro Adayo. And then some of these questions were put together by Corey Michael, one of our team members. And so it's a bit of a combination of a few things. And uh, so that this is this slide alone is worth screenshotting or pausing and just thinking on that, put some mm -hmm. putting some notes in the comments, uh, write them down for yourself as well. And this will greatly benefit the rest of our discussion today, right? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right. So branding, let's, let's, let's define this because we, we, we gave a little like, like appetizer definition earlier. But let's really define this. It's is it just your logo, Christine? Is it just is it? Oh my goodness! What, right, what so is much more. <laughs> that's the first thing people run to. Okay, my logo, my colors, my brand. If that's all you are, is a little picture and colors. I hate to tell you this, but that seems kind of superficial, right? You got to have some depth to that, right? So your brand. This is a great quote right here, right? Your brand represents the sum total of experiences found in the marketplace that equate to how you have carved your reputation. Whoa. Whoa. Right. That's Whoa. pretty deep, really, when you think about it. All the experiences. So every time somebody has experienced something that has to do with your brand and your brand's on it, right? Whether it's an image, whether it's a video, whether it's them coming into your office, whatever it is, every time they experience something, you're telling them something about your brand. So if you're not carefully cultivating what that is, it could be anything. And it may not be what you want them to think when they're thinking about your brand. And this is exactly why the way you track your 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 brand strength is what by what people are saying when you're not in the room. Mm -hmm. it, it, this is why when you hear these billionaires talking about their brand, it's it, it's 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 really about how people are feeling along the way. Mm -hmm. And so we talk about that quite a bit. Your brand is how people feel. It, it's it it it, it kind of ties into that experience, you know, feeling. And we're going to talk about the five senses in just a second, but that that is a good way to kind of like, okay, how are people experience sight, sounds, how are they experiencing this brand as 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 a human being? Like, how is this actually? You know, I was just looking at some of the uh, interesting differences between humans and monkeys recently, and I was like, oh my goodness, monkeys don't ask questions. They're not they're not curious in that way. Like they're curious in other ways, but humans have this ability to be curious and, and ask a lot of questions and actually process information and go through like risk and reward and just do different things that are way, 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 way. Humans are very, very complex. Um, we, we oftentimes talk about our branding as it relates to how clear we're being with our message, how creative, how consistent. These all play into how strong your brand is, but what about those those five senses we learned in grade school? Are they are they coming back now, Christine? Is this 
You know, it's it's something that should always be there. And a lot of times we don't put thought to it, right? Um, and, and when you think about it, it makes sense, right? These are all the things that we're picking up, even though we may not realize we're picking it up, hmm. right? You walk into the room, unless the smell is really bad, right, or really good, you may not notice, right? But this is an opportunity to add something that they can notice, right? I don't know about you, but there's a... Uh, there's a dealership nearby that has those things you ride on with tires, okay? And they pump the air full of this smell that I walk in and go, oh, oh my goodness, I am so out of here. I turn around and walk back out, but they do it intentionally because meanwhile, my honey walks in going, oh, it smells good in here, right? Because he's going to be buying something, not me, because I was like, oh, that stunk, right? So mm -hmm. it really, it has an impact. It does. You don't really think about it unless it's extreme one way or the other, but it does, right? It helps build that brand. Another example of that, as we, especially as we get into the VR and AR world of virtual reality, augmented reality, and just kind mm -hmm. of wearing these special suits and glasses and different things. And people are like, what are you talking about? Just look it up. It, it's coming. It's just part of it the, is. It's coming. I, it's I'm seeing questions about that. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to tie into marketing because it, it incorporates all of these senses within a literally things you wear or things you're, yeah, it, it, it's, we don't have time for that today, but walk into Disneyland. That's an experience where you're going to get instantly sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch is at a premium level. And you might not like every single experience at Disneyland, but 99.9% .9 of those experiences are designed. All of these, exactly all these elements. I'm just having a flashback to being a little kid going to uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Disneyland, right? And yep. you're sitting there and the seats seem to move, you you know, or like one of the rides, you smell the orange of the orchards as you're going over the top of them. Yep. I mean, they really do spend a lot of time thinking about all of the senses. And when they do their sensory branding, that would, like you said, Disney is a great example of, of how to do that. Yeah, I mean, you ask yourself, why do people spend thousands of dollars to go visit Disneyland when you could go to the local like Carnival for for, you know, a dozen dollars or mm -hmm. maybe even a hundred bucks if you're going to buy everybody tickets and do different things. It, why is it five, ten times as, as expensive? Why, why is the experience so much different? Why is the brand so powerful? And mm -hmm. Disneyland is Disneyland. It, it is. Disney is Disney. It is what it is. It's just a billion, you know, a trillion dollar or whatever company that we like to rep because everybody knows what it is across the world. Right. So that's why we use that. It's international. Uh, I'm not in love with a particular, you know, brand per se, but I will say they have a strong one. And this is probably, and this is probably why is these five things because they keep mm -hmm. them at the front of their, I mean, I can imagine some companies like Tesla and Disneyland, and now I'm getting myself in trouble naming all these different companies. But look, love them or not, they do a good job at mm -hmm. these. Whether or not, whether or not you approve of what they do or anything like that, <laughs> that's irrelevant. The fact is, is they got their branding on lock. I'm telling Thank you, you. You just you just protected me there, Christine. Thank <laughs> you for saving me from just name dropping all these. But the, yeah, like like Christine said, just pay attention to those five senses, and your branding will enhance. By default, if you if you take yourself from a six to an eight in all of those areas, guess what? And here's a shortcut. We're not we're not always about shortcuts, but there's some that are like very much worth mentioning. We're on we're on video right now. Why is that, Christine? 
I love video. I'm like, oh, he's got the video one up. I, you, video, seriously, you, you look at up to 50 times more effective. Are you kidding me? It's true, though, right? A picture, you can look at. Auditory, you can hear. But video, you get it all, right? There's something about that. When I was teaching, I used to do a lot of workshops, Timothy. And mm -hmm. so um, the students would watch that workshop and they would use it as the demo throughout the year on how to do speeches. And so I was the face. I was the one on the video explaining and, and telling him how to do it. So I would have students come up to me, oh, Miss D, hey. And I'm like, I don't know who this is, right? But they knew me from the videos because they had seen me over and over again explaining things. So they already felt like they knew me. So think about that, right? You've got potential clients out there, right? But they don't know you yet. But they could check, check out your, your YouTube. They check out your Facebook page with Instagram. And they get a chance to see who you are, listen to you talk, hear about your values. And they're like, I like this person, right? Now, we talked about the no like, and trust. There it is. They're getting to know you. They have a reason to like you. They, they feel like they're, they're, they're part of you, right? They're part of your experience here. That's what video does. Yeah, the, the video is, is, is something that, it takes a little bit of courage to get started, but however, in addition to the courage, I want to, I want to say that it, it is, it's worth practicing because at some point people, somebody's going to ask you to come on a video chat and Zoom has helped us. Different mm -hmm. technologies have helped us kind of get used to the fact that we have to take a look at our background, maybe, maybe make sure that we have at least a newscaster's outfit on at least that. And um, and we can we can engage with people, and then you do master classes and workshops, like mm -hmm. you're saying, and then people start warming up to you, and that trust mm -hmm. starts building more and more. Because not only did you have a quick audio experience, or maybe saw a picture of them with their family or with their company or doing something, but now you got a video. That's a whole nother level. So, and it's going to be to the point where video is kind of expected. We're already there, really, mm -hmm. where it. If you don't have something on video, like your story or a little bit of your background or something, some kind of class that you've done or presentation that explains your product or service in some way, then people are going to wonder whether you're legit or not. They're just going right. to, do you even want business or like, are you cool with like where you're at or are you even hungry to serve me as a, as a prospect? They're going to wonder in the back of their head, why don't they have any Video. Right. And and Timothy, I want to say that if somebody has been thinking about it and, and they've kind of been sitting on it, maybe they're more of an introvert. Right. And they're kind of nervous at the idea. And what would I say? How would I do it? You know, what do I even start? I don't even know how to do the little buttons on there to go live. Right. If that's not your comfort zone, that's OK. We have people that help. Like we've mentioned over and over. And we have marketers here that will help you with all sorts of things. And if you've been wanting to do this, you know, that's OK. We have people that can help you with that. You know, so let us know if that's something you you need help with because we can help we do a lot of practicing right christine you and i have done some practicing of present presentation sometimes we just jump in but oftentimes we practice like what are we going to say what's our origin story what and we help each other as professionals and and whether you're in a marketing industry or not you need to practice these kind of things with somebody that you trust so yes 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 thank you for mentioning that christine okay authority branding this is like one of those really like intimidating phrases that some people are like, yeah, authority branding. I just hang out, you know, I hang out with gurus and then I drop their name and do that. But sort of, but ultimately you want to be viewed as the expert, right? Not, 
not just name dropping. I mean, you want to be associated with others, but you, you also want to generate your own authority brand. So there, there are, there are ways to kind of get there without being fake. Now, listen closely, the fake guru, uh, era, I'm just saying it's over. There's too much information about everybody. Now we can find out if somebody's really an expert in their industry pretty quickly now. So the best path to success is authenticity. There's a whole generation that's craving authenticity right now. And as they come up, we're going to we're going to be able to walk with them with with a, a special kind of authority branding. And this is a funny word because a lot of people don't don't like it. Hey, I'm anti-authority. I'm anti-establishment. OK, there's still but there's still there's still people that are known as more of an authority in their space. So let how do, how do we navigate this, Christine? And I'm going to say just what we just talked about with video authority branding, right? The idea of being uh, authentic with your skill sets, with what you do, who you are, that really helps build that confidence also. And so it really, the more authentic you are, the more confident you're going to be, right? And the more comfortable you're going to be doing the videos. Just an oh, FYI. I see how that I see how you tied that in, Christine. That's brilliant. I hadn't thought about it that way. Authority, confidence, practicing, video. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So with that in mind, this this, this kind of all led up to one action step. Ladies and gentlemen, put a yes in the chat box if you're willing to at least try an action step today. Get your mind and heart going in a direction that's going to benefit your organization. If you're leading any kind of organization, it could be a personal brand, a company brand, a nonprofit brand. We're about to jump into something that's a little uncomfortable. But if you do this, I guarantee people will come lean in. They'll, they'll, they'll come in closer to you. They're going to want to ask you more questions. And it's, it's absolutely the best use of one minute you can have. Before a podcast, before you do your presentation, start creating a video for your website, social media post. It's absolutely the most powerful one minute you can create. And so, Christine, can you explain to us what what is an origin story? What in the world? You know, I'm going to say, Timothy, you do really good with the origin story. This is one of your passions. I love when I hear you talk about it because I had never thought of it in that way before. Right. OK, you're, you talk about who you are. That is the origin story. Right. The background. Where do you come from and, and why you do what you do? That aha moment of. ah, Right. I never thought of it in those parameters until you mentioned it to me. And I was like, oh, Timothy, you're brilliant. <laughs> well, uh, I will. I will say, uh, Donald Miller and StoryBrand got gets a lot. They, those resources. I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna say it again. Donald Miller, StoryBrand, Tim Solmanson, the Noble Part. You know, Noble Purpose and Your Direction. Some of these other folks that I tie them together on purpose because they have a like a kind of a way of, of of talking about narrative and storytelling that's so powerful. And I thought about it one day. I'm like, here's the story of of the. Here's the origin of the origin story emphasis, right? Right here. I thought about it. I was like, look, we got me and Christine and Stacy Stockford and a bunch of other people that we're all hanging out, working on projects together. We got to make this super simple so that we can practice this with each other. 
And so that when we're on all these international, you know, challenges and podcasts and interviews and different things, and we all end up with these opportunities at one point or another, what, what do I need to have in my pocket, like ready to go, even if I'm just waking up from a dead sleep? Or I'm having a crazy day and all I, I need to have something that I've practiced that is just an attention getter, but it's mm -hmm. authentic. What is that? How do right. I, and a lot of, how do I take a lot of complicated times, story and bring it down to like something super simple. Potent? Yeah. Something simple and heartfelt, right? When we think about it, if anybody's ever been to a networking meeting, um, you know, we have the elevator pitch and sometimes it's like, this is what I do. Hi, this is my name. And you're like, that was not very memorable. It's oh, just, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. After you've listened to 20, 30 of them in a room, 70, maybe if you're at a, a big chamber meeting and you're like, I, it all blurs together. I, I don't remember who was who. I don't remember your name. But if you tell us a powerful story that grabs us, we remember it. And that's where your origin story really comes in, right? This is, this is a huge part of your branding and who you are, right? All right. So let's do it. Let's do All it. All right. Let's do it. All right. So I'm going to practice just live right now with everybody. All right. We all got to practice, right? So, okay. I'm going to get my caller. <clears throat> Here we go. All right. So I'm Timothy Morgan. I was a part of the nonprofit world for years. Love, love serving people. Also had bought, sold, built small businesses along the way. And then I came to a situation in my own personal life where I was burning candles at both ends had kind of a personal crisis of like, where do I focus? What is my main calling? And I realized marketing was the thing. And I'd gone through a personal tragedy. So I was very reflective during this time. And I was like, okay, let's do this. So I became a marketing coach, the highest rated reviewed in the country, serving causes and companies doing good in the world. And then this giver marketing network was developed out of that. And we've been rocking and rolling impact in the world ever since and we're called to those folks that are trying to do good in the world impacting a million organizations is our first big goal and here we are so i'm excited to share more whenever possible but that's my origin story okay so that's just off the you know off the cuff of course practicing all the time doing these master classes and things but that that's a little bit of the origin story and how me and how it relates to the company that i'm so passionate about if I were to share it about the church I'm involved with or a ministry, it might be slightly different, but it's still going to have the same mm -hmm. kind of background there. Right. So, but you, you know, the big part about Timothy, it, that whole thing is it humanized you. Oh, come on. You're not just another number, another person that I have to listen to before I get to give my presentation. Right. We just got to find out who you are as a person. We got to find out a little bit about what's important to you. We got to find out a little bit more about your struggles. We got to find out, right? So that just, your level of us being able to relate to you as a real person just went through the roof. And there's other folks that do like unique selling propositions and like hooks. And those all will layer on top of these mm -hmm. basic like fundamental stories. And oftentimes I'll ask people, Christine, I know you and I've had these conversations where it's like, okay, I see what's on LinkedIn. I see what's on social platforms. You know, I'm a business to business guy generally. So I see what's on these different platforms. Can you tell me the story between the lines? Right. And that's what you're alluding to there is that the human element, like not just our public facing, but how did you even get to do what you're doing? 
Like, where did that even come from? I, I can see you volunteered over here and you did this over here and I can kind of see it. But can you tell me the actual story of why you jumped right. from this? Why? This? Yeah, why, why? Why are you involved in this? Right. Yeah. That why story makes all the difference in the world. And so that's why I was saying I'm used to hearing different ways. But origin story. Right. That's a great way to explain it. Right. How did this come about? We all have an origin. Our why is oftentimes developing. Mm -hmm. And so if. Christine, can you share with us just a little bit of your background? I'm not saying go, you know, deep exactly like this, but just tell tell us just free flowing, like what's your background, like what? Yeah, why are you so for me, my doing? origin story, right? Something like, um, you know, I've always had a big giving heart. I, I taught college, I coached the speech and debate team, I loved it, and then I took some time off to raise my kids. Now, being the typical mom entering the workforce after that, what are you going to do? I ended up uh, going into credit card processing because my mom did it. And she says, why don't you try it? And it's fun. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I have to make 100 phone calls a day. This is miserable. I, I, I don't want to just talk to random people for 30 seconds. right? I want to build relationships. And what I discovered is I fell in love with networking. And as a communications major, you could not pick a better thing, you know, communications, networking, tie that all together. And I decided, you know what, I get more and more questions about communication, uh, sales, marketing. Why am I not getting paid for this? <laughs> so hence the creation of DFW Networking Diva. So now I get paid for what I do best. And I love it. You know, I get to work who, with who I want to work with, which are those mission-driven organizations. That's my sweet spot. And I love playing in that playground. Woo! See, even every time we share stories with each other, there's little nuances that maybe we didn't pick up last mm -hmm. time. I remember your story, Christine, because stories are memorable. But there's little pieces that you can kind of you plug in, plug in this. Oh, that's why she loves doing these master classes. Oh, that's why she likes working with these organizations. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. That there's the driver. There's the that noble purpose. There's that why. There's that all those things happening. So, hey, I know we're running against the clock today, but I do want to share. I, I want to hear from some of our other team members their story. Would, do you think now would be a good time to bring them in and maybe just share a little bit? Yeah, let's hear some more origin stories because the more people hear, the more they understand, they can process, ah, that's how you do that. And if nothing else today, I want people to walk away with the ability to create their own origin story. And I want to hear them share it with us in our group. Ooh, let's do it. Okay, so if you can at least type it out, but if you want bonus points, record a video of yourself in the group that you're listening to right in right now, whatever group you're in right now, share your origin story because it's going to apply no matter what group you're in. That's the beauty of this thing. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a testimony of what, what God's doing in your life and how you're helping people or something. Right. So it, it it's not going to hurt. So share either in written form or video form your origin story. Bonus points for video. OK, because we talked about how powerful that is earlier. So let's do that as you're listening to examples. If you're listening to the replay, just do it. Just do it right in the group you're in right now, and we'll go from there. Okay, so Stacy, here we go. Okay, there's our group. So if you're in that group, group, right? If you're in another group, just just post it in that group. We 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 want you to practice. We're 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 here to serve you today, and we want to help you. Okay, so hey, with that in mind, Tim Solmanson. I drop I, I dropped some phrases today that I know your ears perked up. Noble purpose, noble mission, 
serving folks in certain ways, story brand, some of these kind of things. And can you can you share with us maybe your origin story as it relates to what you're doing, you know, not just what you're doing, but why you're doing what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, like yourself, I spent the better part of my life in the nonprofit sector, uh, bleeding heart idealist, just want to make the world a better place like Christine had talked about. And um, I, I started a nonprofit back in 2004, travel over 30 countries, work with volunteers in under-resourced communities. And it was, um, it was awesome. I mean, it was a great adventure. Uh, all the elements that I love about uh, community building, connecting, helping people, they were there. But what I realized is that the work that we were actually doing was more like putting band-aids on larger issues. And so I went to grad school uh, in 20, uh, 2009, and uh, it was an international program. My, my, my peers and my cohort were telling me, you know, that whole going and helping people around the world thing is probably doing more harm than good. <laughs> so, so it got me thinking, you know, okay, um, God, how do we, how do we fill in some of these holes, these gaps in, in society? And, and uh, I just was like an epiphany, you know, businesses have the financial capital, the human capital, be able to, to fill in these gaps, to, to help people, serve people, and, uh, and if I could help businesses figure out what their higher calling is, what I like to say is their noble purpose, uh, we can help business leaders lead with noble purpose, uh, managers lead with noble purpose. You can have mm -hmm. a noble sales purpose. I'm, I mean, it just goes right down, uh, right down the, you know, all aspects, elements of business can be if it's seen through the framework of purpose it sure makes doing business a lot more fun at least in my mind totally so. i love that you can share an origin story tim and i want to ask you more how do you do that what do you actually do how how, how do i pay you for, for your help like like it just it 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 takes me to a place where i want to ask buying questions mm -hmm. i may not buy I mean, I did because we, we worked together, but uh, I may not buy right now, but I want to actually know more based on that story. So thank you for sharing just a little appetizer with us, just the just the origin of where you're where you're coming from. And I know you're a big fan of like, hey, you're the hero. I'm here to serve you. I was uh, at one point at one time I, I was in the same place you are. And now I'm the guide. I want to help you kind of find your noble purpose like I have and where, who's where's your cohort and how can I help you form that and let's make one within your company or whatever you do so sure. I, which I know but whatever you're going to do with that company but thank you for sharing that origin story I really appreciate that let's yeah, let's let's ask Stacy as people are typing in their origin stories in the comments and getting ready to maybe do a video let's ask Stacy a little bit about her background, because it's 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 a little different too than than many many of our stories. So, what do you got, Stacy? What's your story? Hey, yeah, I come from the dental background, so I spent many years in dental offices, from clinical all the way up to management, and quickly realized that um, I could take the management skills that I was using in an office 
online and have freedom and work from wherever I wanted to work from. So now I leverage the phone um, by making phone calls out to your contact list that I can guarantee you haven't touched base with in a very long time. So it's really helpful that we do a lot of digital, but also still streaming back into that um, actual making that phone call out to people is still very important to your list. Mm -hmm. But a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners are, um, that's not their forte. They don't want to make those initial phone calls out to people. So that's where I realized that there's quite a pain point and that I can still help people with, with my skill of gift of gab. That's what I like to call it. So that's I what I, that. I, I enjoy that. doing. Well, why, why is it that you have, have decided to go the kind of the, the online world, into the online world more and why why is it that you leverage the phones can you give us a little bit more of the of the why on that um it's literally because i do not like to be standard in one spot mm -hmm. i like to be able to pick up and go wherever and still earn money and not have to worry about asking somebody mm -hmm. else for time off and that's that's really why i did it i got tired of living in the dental world is great it served me well for the time i was there mm -hmm. um but you literally end up taking the time that your dentist that you work for takes you don't get to pick your own vacation time as easily you don't get to if you want to pick up and go somewhere or you're having an off day in the dental world the offices that i served and worked in they were small clinics. So one per missing person of the team member was very, very big. So I enjoy just being able to support. Now I can also support those dental offices that have that missing team member. So they have a missing team member. They know, oh, I can call Stacy to help with the phones today. Got it. Got it. So you got, you got kind of a why built into your own store, you know, your own why of why you're doing what you're doing. And then, that how that ties into why it's a good fit for the dental office. That, that's cool. I, I love hearing more and more about that story. And I know that sometimes it's hard to share your why because there's so much, a, so much conversations about this. Some of the best, most viewed YouTube videos are start with why and all these, and th yeah. those are good. Those are really good. We should watch. I, I watched those hundreds of times and I love that. And that's where the, a lot of this comes from. But I, I was thinking recently and working with Tim and others, Okay, why do I love working with causes and companies doing good in the world? Hmm. I think it's because it's 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 a little bit of the world that I was from. Mm -hmm. But also there's a lot of negative Nancy media out there. There's a lot of mm -hmm. negative news out there. And I'm just like, well, how 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 can I solve the problem of fear-based, mm -hmm. conspiracy-based politically based weirdness that's out there how do i solve that problem the problem of negative news how do i i keep talking about it like oh, i hate the negative news how do i sol actually solve that well it's it's getting more attention for causes and companies doing good in the world we we kill them with kindness we over overshadow the negative negativity with all these crazy cool stories and origin stories like this like doesn't this encourage you ladies and gentlemen you're watching this, you're listening to these stories of how we've kind of come from this place to now we help others do the same thing and do this. And we support you and what you're doing and your businesses or, or nonprofits. So that kind of why can start developing over time, especially if you're working with one of us or one of our team members, we're always going to point each other 
to other team members to be able to help each other with these kind of marketing activities. And quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, your origin story is the foundation by which somebody's going to start building trust with you. So make that a part of your brand. We talk about branding all today, five senses and video and this and that. And I'm just going to just in summary, share with us your origin story. I We literally want to hear it. We are designed as humans. We want to hear why you're doing what you're doing. We want to hear your noble purpose. We want to hear your background and what the journey that led you to this point. Maybe you can help me do the same thing. And look, there's things that out there called like reverse mentoring, where sometimes there's a younger person that's sharing their story about how they hated technology or this or that. and But then now they love it and they help folks with this. And I'm sitting there going, well, I'm a mid-40s guy. Uh, I could use help on some technology. Maybe they could reverse mentor me and show me some things around this. And then maybe I could help them with this over here. And we could actually be actually be, you know, friends that are working together. That kind of a thing is not out of the question, ladies and gentlemen. So as we share our stories, no matter how old or how young, kind of what part of the world we're in, um, males, females, like whatever, it doesn't matter. Share your story so people know where you're coming from, what your superpowers are. But not not just that, but why you have these superpowers. Like I, I want to hear I want to hear the passion, Timothy. I want to know what their whys are. I want to hear their origin stories. I want to know what they're passionate about. You know me, I'm a sucker for a cause. So I want to yeah. hear it. So if you haven't put your origin story in there and in our group yet, you got to get in there and put it in there. I want to hear it. I'll give you feedback and we'll give you suggestions on Ooh. how to improve it. This is like free coaching right here. You put your origin story in there. We will offer you free coaching on how to make it better and make that impact you want to make. Love it. Any last uh, last thoughts, Stacy or, or or Tim, on on the branding and, and and how we kind of wrap up our time today? I think with the um, the origin story, I, I prefer the term the tr uh, transformation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I believe that we are all. I, I did a presentation yesterday or the day before about i guess it was yesterday about the journey of transformation that we are actually mm -hmm. helping our clients on and mm -hmm. sharing our own transformation i think uh it was well freud or uh you know one of the one of the psychoanalyst kind of people said the best way to 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 get someone to to talk about their story is to share your story yeah. so Talk about your transformation, the, the thing in your life that was pivotal, it was pivotal, <laughs> pivotal, pivotal in how you changed your mind, um, overcame something of, you know, that was huge of some, some significance. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and that people want to root for, root for you. Uh, don't talk about yourself like, you know, yes, I have so many degrees and so many awards and I am so special. <laughs> uh, you know, people won't root for you if if you try to elevate yourself. So try to elevate other people. And uh, everybody li likes a story of someone who overcame something, you know, had a tragedy, had a struggle, had a conflict. Um, and your clients will want to know the struggle that you've been through and 
how you became who you are as a result of the challenges that you've that you've gone through. Okay, write yeah. this down, ladies and gentlemen. I'm learning from Tim right now. And we all learn from each other. This is how this works, right? It's a master mind, right? A master class. So, and, and we like to tag on a little mastermind at the end of our master class. So, okay, so what you're telling, if I'm hearing you right, you're telling me that transparency about your transformation builds trust. Ooh, the triple T. Come on, I got there a triple go. T today. <laughs> this, this is good. This is right. It's good. Did, did I say that right, Tim? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Stacy, yeah, any last thoughts? Transparency. Transparency no. and vulnerability. Yeah, it's all good. All right. Yeah, that totally makes sense um, to what Tim's saying. And just making sure that because it keeps you real and raw. People mm -hmm. like that real raw story. So okay. keep authentic to who you are. Like Tim says, you don't, they're not, okay, yeah, the education means something. It's not that it's invaluable. Of course, that's valuable. But at the end of the day, it what is going to create that no like and trust and that transformation story is having that emotional connection element that you can connect with the person you're speaking to and it can change this is what something you want your transformation story is going to always have a baseline but it's going to change as to who you're speaking to so mm -hmm. i'm not going to go into speaking to somebody who doesn't know anything about dental about how important it is to make dental appointment calls but i'm going to speak i'm going to understand what their business is but the reason that i came out of dental all stays the same and i can still help a few different industries with their contact list. So that transformation stays the same. The base level stays there, but it changes with who you're speaking to and who that prospect is. And knowing, going into that call when you're telling your story, understanding what their story is first, if you can do a little bit of background on them. Understanding That's advanced a little level bit storytelling, first. ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's storytelling 2.0 because you're hearing somebody else's kind of background or a little context and you're still telling a true authentic story is what Stacy, what I hear Stacy saying, mm -hmm. but it just because you leave out the word dental doesn't mean you're lying. It just means that you have this journey and that you've got come from this background and now you're helping people with this and that's still very true. So know your audience, frame your story and your narrative based on that. It's all, just the same story from different angles. It's the same, yeah. it's the same story. So thank you for sharing that with us in the groups that you're in, whether you're on LinkedIn or in one of the Facebook groups, just share it so we could see it. And we're excited to give you feedback. And as you practice this, whether you're doing a presentation, you're talking to folks on the phone, you're talking to folks on Messenger on one of the social platforms, you're getting ready, you're being interviewed on a podcast, you're getting ready to do a training or a workshop. Doesn't matter what you're somebody asks you, like, what do you do? What's mm -hmm. the answer? The answer should be your story. Mm -hmm. Not yep. literally what you do, like technically, it should be why well, your background and why and how you help your who. It's almost weird because when people ask you what you do, what they're really asking is why you do what you do and how did you even get here? so that I could trust you to help me with that thing. And so when somebody asks you what you do, answer with everything 
but what you do. You can pepper a little bit of that in at the end, I guess. But I'm just saying, like, don't get stuck on what. Get stuck mm-hmm. on who and how and what what your what your background is and all these different things that will flavor that that mem- memorable moment. The reticular activator will kick in later when they start mm-hmm. seeing things in the way. Oh, I gotta talk to Christine or Stacy or Tim. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we've landed the plane officially. So if you have any questions, put them in the comments, in the chat box. We have a bunch of folks that we're putting in there, you know, who they're called to, kind of their target audience, uh, their who in the comments. I want to see more of those stories coming in, and then you'll get the gold stars from everybody at the Giver Marketing Network, Kingdom Warriors, and some of the other organizations that we're involved with, okay? So God bless you guys. We'll see you next Tuesday. We're going to be talking about visibility, possibly some more things as well. So visibility next Tuesday, and we'll keep tracking through the blueprint. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.